0: Hello, Mav Mind Collective, and welcome to another episode of the Hypno Sales Show. Today, we're going to be talking about the five principles of office politics. So, yes, if you work for a company right now, there's office politics where you work. Don't deny it, stop denying it, start accepting the fact that. If you don't understand the politics at your company, you're not a good political player. Hopefully that's why you're watching this video, so you can understand the five principles that I'm going to share today about office politics. Now, these five principles are summary a summary set of summary principles that come from a book called The Secrets to Winning at Office Politics by Maria G. McIntyre, PhD. So you can pick this up on Amazon if you want um, and uh, read more details about it. But this is a summary, and this is what I've been using in my own career to understand Uh, office politics and to get as good as I can and I continue to improve my skills all the time at being a political player. So so the first one on the list of these five principles is the person with the most power wins. The person with the most power wins. So if you don't have any power, you're not going to win. The one that wins is the one that has the most power. So you should always be seeking to gain as much political power as you can to create political capital. It's called political capital. within within your company so you can uh, leverage that capital, what's called leveraging the political capital, in order to uh, create more political power. And then you can use that political power uh, to the company's advantage, to the team's advantage, and to your own advantage. And it should be in that order. You should always be figuring out how to help the company first, help your team second, and help yourself third. You should always think of it in that order. Um, Because that's the perception that people have if it's a positive political landscape a Positive and you want it to be a democratic equal type of a democratic Political landscape at your company you want to think of it in that order But but realize that if you don't have political power, you're not going to win So you need to gain political power and build up political capital uh, with your investments and other people in order to, uh, in order to create that, that political power or gain that political power that you can then use for the benefit of the company, the team and yourself in that order. Um, the second thing is uh, harming others by advancing your own political interests will always cause you to fail politically. You will always fail politically if you advance your own personal political interests and professional political interests within the company at the expense of the company and other people other individuals. So you always want to avoid harming anybody else when you advance your agenda. So again, I've shared in other videos before, um, you want to always be open with your politics. You want to share your agenda. You want to make sure other people are sharing their agenda and you understand their agenda so you know how to help them and then you can also request people to help you but whatever those requests are should always be positive and it should always be advancing the company the team and yourself and you should never it should never advance uh, or try to push your agenda onto someone else if it if it harms someone else's agenda so that's why you want to understand everyone else's agenda so you can figure out how to weave and navigate your agenda and get it to fit into the puzzle so everyone you know it looks like a clear puzzle. Like if you've ever done a puzzle where, you know, you got the box and it had the picture of the completed puzzle and you got to use that reference picture in order to know how to put the puzzle together. Like if you you ever lost that picture, you pretty much can't put the puzzle together. You need that picture as a reference to know how to put it together. So politically speaking, you need to understand what does the whole political landscape look like? What does everybody want that you're directly or indirectly working with so you can figure out how to adjust your agenda to help them get their agenda, achieve their agenda, uh, their wants and desires with what they want, the two or three things that they want out of their agenda, but they also understand yours and they can help you as well. And uh, so the more you understand that picture, the better, and just don't do it at the expense of harming anybody else. Always be helping other people with their agenda at all times when you're advancing your own agenda. Um, The third one here uh, is the third uh, principle all of your political relationships or I would just say any relationship you make that you strengthen within the company will equal po- uh, political capital It's known as political capital so it's sort of like if you invest time and effort and ability into other people helping them get their agenda helping them along with their path so let's say for example someone you ask them like, what do you want to get out of this like what's your agenda what do you? Why are you here? And they say because I want to get promoted. If you can help them get promoted by either guiding them and coaching them, or giving them a good feedback, or giving them a 360 review that says recommends a letter of recommendation. Hey, I think we should we should promote this person because they're worth it, and here's why. And you help them get promoted, and you got you get credit for that. Like you're cited for hey, if if Maverick hadn't said that about you, we may not have promoted you, but because he vouched for you, we're going to go ahead and promote you. Like you want to make sure you're tied to that. To that advancement and, and it's known that they're they know you help them get promoted you end up investing in them and then now you now you have political capital which you can ask them to help you with whatever you're trying to do maybe you maybe they can help you get promoted you know or whatever it is that you want to do uh out of the, what what do you want in this experience that's your agenda Like right? what do you want by working here and what are the two or three things you want? That's your agenda so they can help you with yours. You help them with theirs and you kind of trade capital back and forth. And then as you get bigger, then you have all these allies and these other departments that are politically helping you because you have helped them. So put them first, put the company first, put them first. Always be helping them and invest in them and build those relationships so you can build that capital up to uh, withdraw later when you need it and leverage it later when you need it. Okay, now I mentioned this just briefly just right now, uh, right before, valued contributions, anything that's valued as a contribution, like anything you do for the company that's seen as valuable to the team or individuals or the whole company, hopefully the whole company can see some of the things you're doing that ends up becoming more political power. It gains more political power for you when people value your contributions. So by the corollary, this also means, so listen up to this, because I made this mistake early on, the contributions that you make that are valuable that nobody sees has no political power. Okay, I'm gonna say that again. The contributions that are valuable that you make that nobody sees, that are invisible, they're not visible, they're invisible to everyone, have no political power. They gain no political power for you if they're hidden. So you want to make sure that you brand yourself and get yourself out there and make sure people know that you've contributed in certain valuable ways. Make sure it's valued though. Don't talk about contributions that nobody cares about. Uh, you, You only want to talk about the things that are helping other people and helping the company. That's why the company comes first. the valued contributions need to help the company it needs to at least be perceived and everyone can easily see and perceive that it's for the company first then it becomes for the team and then for yourself so you always want to put the company first and provide those valuable contributions that becomes political power that then gives you so you win more you'll win more because you'll have more political power um, because of those contributions that you made that everybody can visibly see and they know about and then the final one here This is one of the hardest ones, I think, most difficult ones for people to understand or really be able to handle because of the way the subconscious works. We typically don't want to change. Nobody wants to change. We always want to keep it the same and do what we did yesterday, tomorrow and expect better results. And and that's not how it works. You have to be willing to change yourself first before you can expect someone else to change their behavior. So you've got to change your own behavior, change your own viewpoint, change your own perspective, your own way of thinking. You've got to grow and learn and change and transform. So maybe change is not a good word. It's transform. Transform your thinking before you can expect someone else to transform theirs politically. So if you want to have political power and be able to make decisions and win more often, be what's called a political winner because you're winning and you're getting out of the experience what you want. You've got to be willing to change potentially what you want or how you're going to get it or the behavior of what you need to do to get there. You might need to change that plan and be flexible and be adaptable. And I've talked about this on other, other videos in the past, adaptability as you grow as a company, adaptability is one of the key skills anybody can have. In fact, I used to tell people when they would ask me, interview me for like a new job, either within the company or when I actually went to a new employer and 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 you know, interviewed for them they would say i'd get a question every now and then like what do you think your number one strength is what do you think your number one skill is that you'd be contributing when if if you were to work here and i would always say my skill of adaptability because if we're going to change and grow we got to be able to let go of things in the past and move on to new things in the future we got to change and grow and be adaptable at all times and i'm going to tell you that is my number one skill and that should be your number one skill too adapting and being flexible at all times, including in your politics and how you are a political player. Make sure you play the politics by being flexible and change yourself before you expect someone else to change as well. So these are the five principles. Learn them well, keep them close to you like I do, and you will be a a much better political player and you will win more often where you work and you'll be a lot happier because you will get what you want as you help everyone else get what they want out of the experience.